0: Hi, I'm Dmytro Shvets, your host at the Start Global Insights, where I interview experts in different countries about local business secrets and international expansion experience. Today we will talk about Ukraine and how to do business in this country, as even during the war it has a tremendous potential for international trade. And not to be biased about the country, I ask to help me the general manager of Cisco Ukraine, Serhiy Martynchuk. So he has more than twenty years of experience in sales and developing business in Ukraine and several other CIS countries. So I believe that we will have a lot of insights today. Hi, Sirhi, welcome to the show. Hi, Dimas, great to hear you. How are you today? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you very much. How are you? I'm fine as well. Yeah. So despite the uh, missiles flying over our heads, we are still making business, and um, I think that. Um, it would be a nice and interesting talk today. Yeah, You caught, caught me by surprise and I
1: wasn't prepared, so I expect we will not have questions uh, below the belt.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know that uh, you, you are still operating in Ukraine as a, as a, as a company, so in, in Cisco, and you are still selling here. Uh, how would you describe the current situation, current sales? Is it getting better despite the war? And uh, what is the situation right now?
1: Yeah, yeah, we are we are operating—that's for sure. Uh, but definitely, sales and overall business uh, changed significantly. And uh, you know, the biggest the biggest changes. Uh, what I can see, our equipment uh, is very much needed, uh, especially for the uh, government and critical infrastructure uh, companies. So, uh, connectivity and cybersecurity—it's one of the one of the biggest needs uh, after probably weapon uh, on the battlefield so that's why uh, we are here we are here to help um, uh, to the government in terms of uh, commercial sector and and, uh, and the overall business uh, um, yes for sure it's struggling uh, but what is good uh, i already see some signs of uh, recovery and uh, what is very much interesting uh, i see some projects which are you know long term uh, so companies are planning something much ahead uh, like uh, after after the win and few years ahead which is uh, very much surprising so i'm i'm always asking do you know something uh, or you have some insights or uh, you know what's the conspiracy about this but uh, but it is probably it's like you know human nature we cannot we cannot stay still so we need to plan something in order to survive and that is that's really good
0: yeah, I think I think that this is obvious that Ukraine will win. Uh, the only question is when. Yeah, and uh, I would say we cannot lose. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, and it is a question not of uh, Ukraine only; it is a question of the whole uh, democratic world. But um, I, you, you know, I, I see the same situation with uh, foreign interest. Uh, we are now talking a lot with um, many uh, potential. Uh, exporters and uh, companies that are looking at Ukraine as a market and they are also preparing. So they, they understand that, uh, especially in B2B business, it will take time to understand the market to uh, prepare it for the entry and it it is uh, it should be done now, yeah? so not like we are waiting until the end of the war and then uh, we'll start preparing. So there, there is a huge interest. Very true and very interesting observation. I'm also
1: a board member of American Chamber of Commerce and uh, it was interesting for me to observe when you know starting I don't know even from the summer I see new companies uh, entering uh, becoming uh, chamber members and uh, those are companies from us from uh, Europe who would like to explore basically like you know, like you said they would like to understand Ukrainian market in advance in order to be ready for uh, for huge growth, I would say, and they are investing. Some of them already have some presence in Ukraine. I was uh, Recently, I was very much surprised. I cannot name the company, but it is very big, like blue chip company. And uh, I haven't heard about uh, their office or whatever in Ukraine, but uh, figure out that they have several hundreds of people. Basically, those are like um, uh, research and development. Uh, but they have presence here and they are becoming more and more active. So, and, uh, you know, I, I believe business is very much um, uh, easy to understand. Business is following the money. And uh, uh, right now, uh, it is quite a big flow of money going into Ukraine from all types of uh, donors like uh, World Bank, USAID, um, EBRD, whatever. Uh, so, and I believe it will be increasing. So that's why, you know, big business definitely
0: looking forward to, to see the growth in Ukraine and they are preparing for this here I, I know that uh, so you you are selling uh, IT yeah so you are selling um, equipment and software uh, yeah. but uh, doing so you are dealing almost with all sectors in Ukraine yeah so with retail and with uh, production facilities and with mining as well so <clears throat> you are covering almost everything. It is interesting to hear your opinion. So let's imagine that you are uh, a foreign business and you are looking to enter Ukraine with some goods, I don't know, with clothes, for example. And um, if you were a foreign business looking to enter Ukraine, uh, what would be your way of entry? What would you do to be uh, successful here? Yeah, that's, that's that's a
1: very good question because we're already here, we're already uh, on markets. For us, uh, this job was done, uh, but still, uh, we are exploring new niches as well. So Cisco is uh, developing new products, um, and uh, sometimes we need to enter new markets as well. So, but if to talk, uh, for example, in B two B, if you would like to go into Ukraine, uh, definitely you should you should have a plan and you should build a plan in advance. And uh, uh, this plan should um, take into account, you know, route, route to market. So, for example, uh, I would I would encourage to have some local partners or distributors because this, we still have local specifics, uh, especially for companies from US and uh, from EU. You know, all questions with regards to the logistic, uh, currency exchange risks, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So there are a lot of Questions that need to be solved before you enter the market, like uh, where you will have a stock, how you will uh, deliver, what kind of maintenance uh, you should provide, and who will do this, etc., etc. So uh, it's better to to have some some local partners um, who will help you uh, at least on initial stage, because uh, it can take some time for you to, to 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 be ready for this. And for example, Cisco is still. Uh, not with steel. That's, that's our business model. We uh, we operate through partners. We have quite a big chain of partners here in Ukraine, more than two hundred, uh, several distributors. So that's why we are uh, benefiting out of it a lot. Uh, so that's that's our way to uh, to enter the market. And uh, I really encourage to to have somebody here local, especially. On a sales side, um, yes, you can do some sales um, uh, from abroad, uh, but if you would like to have sustainable business and uh, you would like to expand, uh, uh, you need to have, uh, sooner or later, you will need to have people here. So, for example, in our market, uh, when some system integrators from abroad uh, are trying to, to, to enter the market, uh, my first requirement would be you need to have local, local people and uh, you need to start from... Pre-sales, for example, in order to uh, deliver the value of your product to the customer, in order to understand customer needs, you need to have somebody who will be who will talk to them. Uh, so that's no brainer. So that's why uh, you should you should have this uh, prepared in advance. You can start if if it is, for example, you know, software as a service, uh, then you can start a business from abroad. But that's like one one particular business. If you have some real products if you have some services uh, you need to you need
0: to build a plan how to enter the market for example yeah. so the uh, the company would like to find local partner do you have any hints uh, or from your experience suggestions how to look for them Um, what to what to pay attention yeah what are the uh, filters or criterias uh, of uh, choice of local partner
1: yeah that's that's very tricky point because uh, wrong partner can definitely uh, ruin your business. that's that's for sure. So that's why you should uh, you should spend some time, you should do due diligence. Um, you should uh, ask for references. Uh, so for example, you can start from some business communities because being part of business community uh, it is it is already some sort of uh, credibility. At least not your own, but uh, like borrowed uh, from from the union you're joining to. Uh, so that's why you can start from from there. But then you you should ask for reference. You should uh, I don't know give some try uh, to have some trials. Um, um, if you're in the business, uh, they can already show some some experience working with uh, companies like yours uh, or um, working with. A, market you are entering to or you're aiming to so that's why due diligence is definitely needed so you should not like rely on on the first person who will see who you will see in ukraine saying that yes i can sell your products so
0: that's, that's definitely will not fly yeah I, I remember we actually started to attract foreign investments to ukraine already in 2004 or something And I remember that time when when a foreigner just came to Ukraine and then uh, (laughs) the the first person he met uh, says that, well, we do everything, so we will be the best partner. Trust me, I I know everybody, I know uh, the correct people here, so you you can do business with me. And then after a couple of months, no notice from this person and uh, totally lost in in, in the country and in the market. So definitely I would not...
1: uh... Uh, I, I would not advise to to give some you know exclusive right to somebody from 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 the beginning because you will be trapped. Uh, you should have some uh, ability to you know to to make some changes uh, after after the trial or after some initial period of. Uh, uh, if partnership is good, it's great. You should uh, you should move forward. But uh, once uh, something. Uh, goes wrong, you should you should be able to to have this flexibility.
0: What about the further actions? So, for example, I know that uh, in many cases, companies that enter uh, other countries, they like uh, found a partner, gave them the products, and then um, once a year, they're uh, just uh, calling, asking how, how, it, how it's going. Uh, do you need to support the sales? Do you need to, to understand the market by yourself?
1: Yeah, that's definitely not a good
0: example. Uh, so you should not.
1: Uh, first of all, you should educate your partners and your customers as well. So if it is your product, you, you uh, should should make first steps, uh, and you should set some example. Uh, for for example, you can have some initial meetings together with them. Uh, you should pick up some, you know, you. you you can call it bowling pin, you know, those customers who should be your first target uh, just in order to show that uh, you're able to do this and uh, to show to your partners that your product is, uh, you know, super good and they should uh, spend more time, resources working with you, uh, but not like uh, any any other, uh, either your competitors or even, even other companies. So uh, you should definitely spend time. Effort, resources, in order to explore the market and to help your partners. You should, you should uh, pretend that uh, partner is kind of next next to your shoulder, uh, or even a bit behind. So you should not expect that they will do everything for you, and you should just relax and uh, you know count count the money flowing from Ukraine. No, that's
0: uh, that's for sure not like this. That's why it is called partnership, yes, yeah? so to do some things together and, uh, yeah, many many companies uh, forget about that. Um, question. So, I know that you are responsible not only for Ukraine, uh, at least uh, you have been responsible uh, in in yeah. several years uh, for other CIS countries like Belarus, Moldova, Armenia, Georgia and um, other Asian countries like uh, Uzbekistan, Tajikistan, so the, the Kyrgyzstan mm-hmm. as well, yeah? Uh, do you see the difference? So, because uh, in in my experience, the the major um, attitude to all uh, post Soviet countries, to CIS countries, is kind of the same. Like you are you're all from the USSR. Yeah? So, uh, do you see uh, any particular differences between Ukraine and uh, the rest of CIS countries? Uh, well, I started to work with those
1: countries uh, in 2013. If I as far as I remember, 2013, 2014. Yeah, my, my biggest mistake was exactly like this. So I thought that we are like we have the same post-Soviet Union legacy. So we are almost the same. Uh, we can use the same language, which is quite a big advantage. So I don't know I don't need to use uh, English or I don't need to uh, learn I don't know Belarusian language in order to work with them. So that was that was my <laughs> assumption uh I would say like very uh, not very strong, but uh, there was kind of assumption. And then I learned that, uh, uh, yeah, every every country has um, its own flavor. I would say. Uh, so some of them they used to have it before, even you know, in Soviet Union we just uh, uh, simply we were not acknowledging this. I would say, I would say, some of the countries I believe um, uh, they've got this flavor. Uh, you know, for the last 30 years, uh, considering all the all the movements. Uh, and uh, it, is, it was very interesting. You know, my experience, my first year was like uh, every country, it was like eye-opening experience for me. To have some general, I would say, hints. If you're moving to East, um, uh, you know, you, you can be amazed by the hospitality. Uh, but that's the trick. Uh, it's very hard to, you know, to separate wheat from a charf. So you need to spend some time. Uh, sometimes you need to spend a lot of time in order to build such relationships that you will clearly understand that yes, it's yes, and no, it's no. Because uh, from the, on the first meeting, uh, most likely you will not hear no uh, because it's quite rude for them to to say, you know, because you're the guests. Uh, but uh, by this amazement, uh, you you can you can be uh, mis uh, kind of misled, uh, I would say. Uh, in uh, in countries like uh, uh, Belarus, for example, what I've what I observed, and uh, uh, we can <laughs> we can see it uh, right now. There is. Uh, level of suspicious uh, a bit higher than compared to Ukraine, due to the reasons we know already. In Ukraine, we are, I believe, we are more straightforward. So if it is yes, then yes. If it is no, then no. If you would like to do business with somebody, you will do everything and anything possible. If you don't like to do business, you will not spend time on this person or on this company. So. Uh, We are becoming
0: more like, uh, I don't know, US-EU types uh, of business. Talking about value and um, uh, coming back to sales uh, in in Ukraine, how easy it is um, to reach a decision-making person uh, currently, if you have value, of course, uh, you should have something to propose. I think that it is quite an easy right now in Ukraine
1: to reach to almost anybody. Uh, especially if you have some value. So it's not just like you're Camille uh, Voyager trying to, to, to sell some shit. No, if there is a product and you understand that uh, you can address some business needs of, of a company, uh, I believe it is easier to reach a person. Even, even uh, you know, cold calls, cold, cold, cold emails, cold whatever, uh, still. Uh, still work in Ukraine so for example I read emails I read messages in LinkedIn it doesn't mean that I respond to to everybody because if I see that uh, that's the like garbage I will not respond or if I see that uh, message is not personalized I will not respond but if I see that you know message is for me and uh, uh, there is uh, there is a kind of probability that uh, I can, I don't know, buy this product, I will respond. At least I will say that uh, it's not it's not a good time or we already have one or something. So mm, I can, I understand that sales, that's job. It should be appreciated. I believe uh, most of the managers uh, are looking for good people. So for example, and we are always looking for good salespeople. If I see that, you know, somebody did tremendous job in reaching me out. I just uh, I will be interested to, uh, to hear or see this person. Just maybe, maybe we'll have a chance to work together in the future. So that's why uh, it is, you know, that's 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 kind of sales flavor. Uh, so we are always looking for some good uh, talents.
0: Well, that that also the sales about the long term thinking.
1: Yeah, you also mentioned a very good point uh, for those companies who would like to enter Ukrainian market. You should, uh, you should keep or you should uh, have long-term perspective in your mind. So if you're like, for example, you see that, yes, uh, after war, uh, there, will be, um, there will be business here and you would like to come here for, I don't know, for a year to, uh, to take uh, the most out of it and then leave. Um, I don't know. You can try, but uh, um, definitely you will not be so much supported. You should have long-term perspective in your head and you should act Having long term perspective in your head, then you will you will be able to build sustainable business and you will be able to get maximum out of out of it.
0: Just yesterday, I asked my um, UK friend uh, what stereotypes uh, does he have about Ukraine, and he said that uh, in most cases, uh, the stereotype that is it is it is not transparent, it is not legally um, transparent as well. So correct uh, in in the country, uh, but. Um, is it possible to make business uh, in Ukraine in a transparent way and still be uh, still be efficient and profitable?
1: Yeah, I clearly believe that it's possible, and uh, there are a lot of examples of this. But I by, but I understand why such a perception um, those people can have, because for example, even right now we have one one stream of news about uh, good things that we are doing um, for Ukraine on the battlefield and how brave we are etc and then you can have second stream of some corruption scandals and uh, that is coming hand to hand which is which is uh, not very good and business wise so uh, and if you're like if you're in business you you can see this you can feel it so definitely there are there are businesses uh, which are uh, doing something based, or, or using using some corrupt methods. Uh, but it's not like it is uh, accepted uh, everywhere. It's not like when you're coming to Ukraine, you will, uh, next day, you will have some some guy in your door with a bag begging for a bribe. Definitely, it's not like this. So, right now you can run your business, and you can run your business uh, uh, transparently, and uh uh, you can have high chances that nobody will ask you any bribes or even if they ask you can you can not give. so you have you have this option uh, and uh, some people they they just think that they don't have any options. Uh, so that's why that's why it's like um, it's a bit it's a bit a challenge, but you you should always believe that it's your choice first of all.
0: Uh, there is this saying, yeah, to 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 ten, it needs two to tango, yeah. So if you would like to dance, uh, then you need two partners uh, to be in the same mood and uh, the way of thinking. Uh, and uh, uh, thanks God, we have a lot of opportunities, yeah. So we have a lot of companies that uh, you can choose among. Um, just
1: what I wanted to add: it's uh, Ukraine right now is very much famous, um, especially after the uh, latest divorce, etc. We are famous for digital development and um, uh, for digitizations that we have in our country. And I believe this will also help to, uh, I would not say eliminate, but uh, that will help to be less corrupted because uh, once it is digital, uh, you have less less um, power to to, to, influences, to influence this. And uh, you will be able to get some permissions, licenses, um, just... Uh, in electronic mode which is uh, people um, without without any engagement with with people who can ask for a bribe or to whom you can give a bribe so that's that's definitely helping
0: yeah yeah and and it is uh, also um, uh, making your 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 uh, activity in the country much quicker yeah. true true um Talking about that, yeah, how and, and I know that Cisco is doing a lot of business, and you you actually said it in the beginning that you are doing a lot of business with the government, and uh, you 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 are doing that for quite a long time already. Do you see the um, dynamics uh, of uh, uh, or some changes in 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 attitude uh, from government to business, and uh, would you advise uh, to make business or to do business with government? Uh, and um, to sell to them something yeah, if you are entering the country. So, right now, uh, government
1: is the biggest customer. Uh, because what I've told, uh, there is quite a quite, uh, huge, I would say, uh, injection of money happening into the government. So, um, that's why if you would like to do business and big business in Ukraine, most likely you will you will kind of somehow will be connected with the government you can do business that's for sure and uh what we what we are telling about uh, it is uh, more and more digital so that's why you can you can do business even without you know um engaging with i know hundreds of people just in order to agree on something uh also you can uh as i said you can follow the money but uh you can follow um like us money or eu money which is uh which will have um more and more like um, safety in terms of you know external control. Uh, so if you're participating in, in some bidding, uh, which is run by World Bank uh, or uh, USAID, you will, you will basically, uh, most likely, you will have the same approach or you will have the same requirements uh, as, uh, as you have uh, in all other countries where World Bank operating. So that's why it is becoming more and more easier uh to to, to work with the government. You you should not exclude uh, government sector uh or government accounts from your uh target audience. So
0: Yeah, and I know you, you it would be still good to have uh, a local partner for that uh, and not only not, not because they know somebody in the government uh, but uh, uh, because they know how to approach where to find this uh, information how to apply and uh, also I know that uh, donors uh, that you mentioned this USAID uh, USID or EBRD they also nurture this partnership yeah so this cooperation between a foreign company that would like to enter the country and then uh, the local ones uh, to, to establish this intercultural and international cooperation for further business growth yeah yeah exactly from your experience working for an international company for actually a foreign company, uh, what uh, do you think are the biggest mistakes uh, that foreign businesses are making entering
1: Ukraine? You should check all the assumptions you have uh, and basically it would be good even to you know to write down those assumptions uh, because you can have false uh, assumptions in this list and uh, the sooner you will, you will find it and you will fix it, uh, the better results you will have. Um, even, even some of the false assumptions you can hear even from Ukrainians. And then you, you should also kind of have, it, have in mind that they can overestimate their um, resources or their knowledge of the market. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And also uh, quite a big mistake would be to treat Ukraine you know, as a third-traded country uh believing that you can come here with some cheap shitty product and uh, we will take it that's not true we are more and more getting used to good quality uh, quality of products quality of services so that's why don't don't believe that uh, it will be easy job for you you just uh, it's not like you just need to to come here and say that uh, i'm here i'm ready to sell and uh, everyone will buy it just because uh, you're a foreigner that's not true we have a lot of examples right now of good products, good services uh, made in Ukraine. And uh, due to you know this high level of um, um, increasing national interest, uh, uh, for example, I would rather buy something local, which is uh, good quality uh, comparing to, to, to something foreign. So that's why you should take it into
0: account. Let's slightly touch the negotiation culture. Is it... Um... Still, uh, this culture of uh, zero-sum uh, result, yeah, when when there is only one winning part, uh, party in the negotiation, or is it changing towards this win-win uh, approach or interest-based negotiations uh, and long-term relationship uh, in in uh, in communication with uh, your partners, for example, in Ukraine.
1: Oh, it's definitely, it's definitely not zero-sum anymore. I believe right now our business is trying to find some win-win solution for all the parties involved. Otherwise, as we, as we said, it will not be sustainable and it will not be long-term. So if you're just using your partners, if you're just using your suppliers, it cannot stay forever. So for example, in our case, uh, if you're a B2B account, you can ask for uh, you know, uh, lowest price. And you can you can just uh, do anything possible in order to get just the lowest possible price on the market. Yes, you can get it, but then you will have a lot of um, you know side effects of negative side effects of this. Uh, you will have low quality of support because um, suppliers will not be interested to invest because they they don't have any margin on it. You will not have. Uh, support in terms of you know education in terms of uh, some knowledge delivery et cetera. Et cetera. So that's uh, that's I believe long term it will not it will not bring you good results.
0: True, true, and I also believe that um, uh, you don't need to uh, underestimate the service requirement uh, that uh, Ukrainians already have. Yeah, so we uh, at least uh, what I hear now uh, from those Ukrainians that are now. In other countries um, they are lacking that uh, level of service that we are accustomed to already yeah so the uh, the sales of goods in Ukraine is not uh, only goods anymore you you, you you need to add value um, and in support and in uh, um, making a good service to your customer and that's that's a very um, required now by ukrainians and uh, you, you need to be prepared for that as well Good. Um, thank you for for uh, such uh, interesting conversation. I I, I would, uh, of course, yeah, deep deep dig deeper, and uh, we, we could talk uh, um, uh, several hours more uh, about Ukraine. Uh, I have um, a small uh, blitz squeeze uh, game for you today about the stereotypes of about Ukraine. Uh, I will ask mm-hmm. uh, some questions. They are short, and then you need to answer yes or no. <laughs> okay that's right to do business with ukrainians uh, you need to have a strong liver uh, as it is obligatory to drink to get trust <laughs> sometimes still yes okay um, ukrainians are not following rules or laws uh, when it doesn't suit <laughs>
1: um, i would not say like exactly yes (laughs) but for example uh, there are some rules or laws that can be uh, overruled i would say (laughs) by ukrainians Uh, but it's not like because we are like rule breakers Uh, just just like this (laughs)
0: okay yeah i I think that it is also um, because of the um, legacy of soviet union laws that are not correctly written yeah so they are now changing and uh, it it could be uh, better in the future Okay, sala and Borsh are the national treasures. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it was not safe to travel in the country even before the war.
1: No, completely not true.
0: And uh, the last one, freedom is one of the highest values among Ukrainians.
1: Yeah, that's true.